the Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal. Absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Listen in as we journey to some of Italy's most beautiful places in the company of those who know them best, the families who grow grapes and make fabulous wines. Through their stories, we will learn not just about their wines, but also about their ways of life, the local and regional foods and specialities that pair naturally with their wines, and the most beautiful places to visit. We have a wonderful journey of discovery ahead of us, and I hope you will join me. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Today it's my great pleasure to travel to the wine town of Marsala on the northwest coast of Sicily to meet my guest, Emanuele Russo, chef proprietor of Ristorante Le Lumie, which stands in a beautiful position overlooking Marsala and the Tyrrhenian Sea. It's a place I had a chance to visit this year, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm delighted to welcome Emanuele. Thank you so much for being my guest today. How are you, and is it a beautiful day in Marsala? Ciao, Mark. It's a beautiful day. Today is a wonderful day in Marsala. It's a good day, and uh, the sun and good temperature is fantastic today. Quasi la primavera. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Almost like spring. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now... First of all, Emanuele, our listeners are located all around the world. I'd like to give them a picture of where we are. So you can, can you describe to us where Marsala is and also that beautiful view from the terrace of Le Lumiere? Yeah, the, the restaurant is located in Marsala in, in a part with the view of Egadi Islands. And, uh, <laughs> There were the sea where we we can admire the different sunset. It's a very romantic place. It's a beautiful uh, place because uh, it's a territorial um, city of Marsala, and uh, the restaurant is a uh, to island to sunset to different. Uh, uh, territory of uh, this uh, this part of Sicily. I was with you at lunchtime, but I imagine the sunsets must be absolutely amazing. The Egadi Islands are so suggestive, these large islands rising from the sea across from the northwest coast. Uh, we'll talk about the Egadi Islands a little bit later, and you have the Stagnone, this shallow lagoon with the island of Mozia. Yes, Mozia, Isola Lunga, like Long Island, uh, in Sicily, but non, uh, non in America. <laughs> uh-huh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this part is a name of uh, Stagnone because the, the sea is very small uh, sea and very, very salted. It's a part is particularly because uh, uh, the fish in this part is very flavorful. Oh, that's interesting. And of course, the salt is a very historic product, a salt that goes back to the time of the Phoenicians. Yeah. It's an ancient land. I know that the Greeks were in western Sicily at Segesta and Selinunte, the Phoenicians and the Carthaginians at Mozia, 
the Romans, Marsala was the Lilibeum, the Byzantines, the Arabs, the Normans, the Spanish, the British who came in the 18th century to establish the Marsala wine dynasty. So it's an area that's had a lot of different civilizations passing through and that's had an effect on the food as well, hasn't it? Yeah, this part is a strategic area because uh, the Phoenician, the Punic, the, the other uh, contamination in this area is, uh, is a more uh, <laughs> contented for, uh, for war. is <laughs> a, a best place for uh, a Punic. Um, Mozia is an uh, example of a uh, museum to the island museum because it's uh, very fantastic, uh, um, a part of uh, Stagnone, very, very interesting. And uh, this area is, uh, in, in the other years, uh, is born the, the Saline. It's where the salt is gathered, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the, the salt in this area is very important and very, very good because it's uh, very natural. in best uh, experience in August when the, 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 the special moment of the salt mm-hmm. Uh, when the the person because the the salt is uh, a catch in uh, with the hand and very very particularly because songer the person is the the typical song uh, for this uh, um, production okay it's a fantastic because uh, you you turn in uh, 15 years old is <laughs> is very very fantastic because it's a is a history moment when when it's the soul yeah that's that's a really um beautiful thing to to describe Emanuele because it's the artisan production of salt further up the coast at Trapani there's industrial salt production but this is all hand harvested as you say and the the uh, salt pans over the course of summer with the heat and the wind are evaporating and getting more and more concentrated. And finally, in August, those salt gatherers can can scoop that special fiore di sale, that special salt uh, that has the flavors of the of the lagoon. And it's a beautiful salt. I'm sure you use that salt in your cooking too then. Yeah. Uh, in the May is the period of tuna. Uh, in the period of the salt, the period of the, the onion, and uh, we work uh, with this uh, product. It's very simple because uh, the nature uh, have a uh, a best product in the in the earth for me. Okay, so you mentioned the tuna. Now Favignano, one of the Egadi Islands, has always been famous for tuna with the the fleets catching the fish, and there were once, I think, a lot of tonari on Favignano. Are they still there? Yeah, Favignana is uh, the when when born the the tuna in the the, the first production in tuna uh, to to Scatoletta. The Florio born this preparation, the tuna, and the Favignana is a island of tonara because it is the the best place of tuna. Okay, so the Florio family, who the name we know also from Marsala wine, Marsala, of course, being a famous wine known all around the world. And we're actually in the town of Marsala. People may not realize that Marsala is a small town in western Sicily where that famous wine began 
in the 18th century. But the Florios were very important in terms of wine, but also, as you say, in developing the the tuna industry and putting the tuna into cans. Um, you cook the tuna fresh, though, when it you get the beautiful tuna when it's fresh, Emanuele, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful fish. I think we had some in the restaurant. Now, Emanuele, the history of this area with the different civilizations passing through has left a very strong uh, influence on the cuisine. And I want to turn to the influence of the Arabs. Western Sicily was particularly important when the Arabs occupied Sicily for I think it was nearly 200 years, wasn't it, before the Normans? And even today, there's still a strong influence. We're not that far from Tunisia, and I know that the cooking of certain dishes has been influenced by the Arabs. Can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, uh, the Sicily have a uh, um, tradition of cuisine is very, very large. I love the typical food because uh, if you come from Marsala to Trapani, the some recipe is very, very different because uh, in Trapani, for example, the couscous in Trapani prepared with the almond and the cinnamon, with the fish, but in Marsala, have a different preparation with the lemon, with the parsley, with the, a little bit uh, salt, but it's a large uh, prepare to, um, to couscous. The tuna is a particular uh, ingredient in this area because uh, in uh, Trapani um, area, is prepared with the different uh, the recipe. In Marsala, for example, uh, is a... Very, very important, the uh, stufato of tuna is a sauce of tuna fish with the mint and garlic. Uh, in Trapani, is very, very important is the salted tuna uh, with the interior of tuna, with the heart, with the um, tuma, is the, the, the egg, the salt egg, the botarga is very famous, botarga of tuna. Uh, Latume, sassicella is the salame of uh, tuna with the prepare with the, the the part of very red of tuna uh, is very very fantastic with the more salt and pepper. I like uh, cook the um, different uh, uh, in different period. I have the the different ingredient for me is very very important the the vegetable garden and uh, because because I have an experience. Uh, of ter- of territory in this period have the chicoria the the vegetable very very green and in uh, in summer have the eggplant the zucchini and the other for me it's fantastic because the arabian the and the other person uh, when uh, come in marsala in uh, in sicily uh, is take the um, a little bit recipe translate in uh, in uh, all in um, in a language of uh, different uh, the, the 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 Arabian is a is a more prepared the the, the recipe with the uh, almond uh, cinnamon is very very spicy uh, when come in um, in Sicily the uh, the Normanni the the French the Sp- Spanish is a um, prepare the, the fry production. And the, the Sicily is a mix of uh, different cuisine of the world. It's fantastic, this. Yes, that's, that uh, is a really, really good uh, description of how 
you have these influences from all the civilizations passing through to give this incredibly complex flavor. Sicilian cuisine is completely unique to the rest of Italy, and that's why I think it's so exciting. Um, that's interesting as well, Emanuele, how you are saying that even between Trapani and Marsala, and they're not far away at all, we're talking about, I don't know, 30 kilometers? It's not far up the road. Yeah, 30 kilometers, yes. But the dishes are are subtly different. Uh, the couscous, which is one of the famous dishes for at Les Lumiers, and which we sampled, is very, very special. And also, I want you to explain, uh, Emanuele, I think our listeners think that couscous comes in a packet and you just add some boiling water to it and presto, you have couscous. But when you make couscous, it's a much more laborious because you take the grano duro, the semola. Can you describe what you do to make the couscous? Yeah, uh, the couscous is a, um, is a product uh, now is a, is a territorial uh, recipe. The couscous is prepared with the semola. Uh, the, in the first time, the semola is uh, worked with the water in a recipient is uh, with water and uh, around the the hand prepare this couscous. If you take the water, more water is the the grain is uh, little big, 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 big. And uh, the different of the territory is this is a different of territory from San Vito Lo Capo to Marsala. The grain is uh, from San Vito is uh, little little grain. In Marsala is uh, a big grain. This preparation is uh, cooked in uh, in steam, in a pan. Uh, is a, The name is couscousiera. Couscous make a pan for one hour to steam with the water or soup. And after, take the, the couscous, the semola, and the, the soup together. It's one part and one part. Um, you rest in, uh, in a container for uh, one hour. And after it's ready. The preparation of couscous is, of couscous is uh, normally three or four hours. Okay, it, and it is so delicious. And I just want our listeners to get a picture of when you did this. You were making the couscous in a large ceramic bowl. And as you just explained, you would just add a little bit of water to the bowl. And then with your hands, you would sift the grains, these um hard grains of durum wheat, the semola. And as that sift together with the addition of a small drops of water, gradually those grains stuck together and became bigger and bigger. And when that was ready, that was a couscous that you then took to be steamed over this concentrated fish broth. Absolutely delicious. Coming back to America, when Italy International Academy, the ultimate Italian wine qualification will be held in New York City from 4 to 6 March 2024. Have you got what it takes to become the next Italian wine ambassador? Find out at vinitaly.com. Emanuele, I think that you once won a World Couscous Championship, is that right? Yeah, yeah, in uh, 2007, yeah. Yeah. 2017, Sette, 2007, 2007, yeah. Yeah, 2007 is uh, the, the championship of couscous in San Vito Lo Capo with my grand maestro, <laughs> Giovanni. Okay. Uh, 
is a prepared the couscous with the the crab of stagnone. Okay, it's a, it's a delicious um, recipe uh, because it's uh, very sweetly, but uh, have um, assaulted because in stagnone is a the salt is more is a is a fantastic recipe. It's a fantastic uh, couscous because. Uh, in Marsala is typical prepare with the, the crab. Oh, okay. That sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah. Now, just speaking about some of these very special ingredients you have, I know Mazara del Vallo is a very important fishing port just down the coast where you get a great selection of fish and shellfish. But there's one particularly prized product known all around Italy, the gambero rosso, the red prawn of Mazzara del Vallo. Can you tell us about this? Mazzara del Vallo is a best place. In in part of Trapani is uh, the the first part of Arabian colonized. The the red shrimps is fantastic. I I love uh, work this ingredient because it's very sweet. For me, is uh, one of best ingredient of fish in the world. I like work this uh, product, this uh, ingredient. I like uh, uh, prepare raw because for me raw is uh, fantastic with a, a little bit oil and a lemon zest. Stop. No salt, no odor. But if you hit the red shrimps fry, it's fantastic because inside the heat, in the June, in the May and June, have the egg. It's very, very bomb. It's fantastic. Yeah, I agree. I think it's exquisite. Because it's uh, similar to Urkinsi. Oh, uh, the sea urchin. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a wonderful. Yeah. It's a wonderful food. Yes, I really, really love it. It's a real treat to be in Western Sicily where you get it so fresh. Yeah. Manuele, I'd like to turn to Sicilian food or your food, the foods of Le Lumiere and wine. I know that pairing wine with your cuisine is important to you. And in fact, your cousin, Pietro Russo, is a winemaker at Dona Fugata in Marsala. Pietro is also a very good friend of the Italian Wine Podcast and Vinitali International, and he's the one who first told me about you. So I was delighted when we had a meal with you that we were able to sample a range of wines from Dona Fugata. But Marsala has a, a wonderful um, range now of table wines, although we think of the fortified Marsala, the famous fortified wines of Marsala. Today, more and more producers are making fabulous table wines from grapes such as Grillo and Inzolia and Catarato, wines that go very, very well with food. So can you tell us a little bit about wine and food and pairing wines and maybe some of your favorite wine and food pairings the friendship with the master of wine <laughs> is fundamental for me uh, my cousin pietro is a reference uh, how to go to a part of wine and the restaurant the combination of food and wine is essential is uh, essential for the success of a good job commonly will a territory like sicily and italy which are fundamental in this moment especially know that we finally have uh, the first Italian master wine, Gabriele. Pietro Gabriele is more uh, friend. Yes. Uh, you know. <laughs> Pietro for me is a, is a brother, is a cousin, but is a brother because uh, it's very, very important for my inspiration. In Sicily, we have um, a great tradition of wine. 
I think the the Grillo is the best uh, typology of grape uh, in uh, in this part of Sicily. I think the the Marsala, the the old Marsala is Perpeto, the Stravecchio is prepared with this uh, grape. For Marsala, it's very important the the pairing with the food and uh, and the wine. I like uh, the Grillo with the couscous, and uh, I prefer. Or the red wine, for example, for uh, Tangredi of Donna Fugata, I, I, la- I love this wine. A little bit fresh with the tuna tartare is uh, yes. fantastic. Oh, Tancredi, that's one of my favorite wines. A blend of Cabernet and Nero d'Avola. It's a beautiful wine that's yeah. fresh yeah. and vibrant. Yeah. We ended our meal with you with a very special wine made by your cousin, an exquisite dessert wine, Ben Raye, Passito yeah. di Pantelleria. Tell us about this wine. <laughs> this one is the, the queen of the, the Passiti. <laughs> Passito di Pantelleria is a big wine. It's a fantastic. I like this wine because it's a sweet, but it's no more sweet. It's a wine for whole. For me, it's impossible to take one person. Is uh, I don't like Berrier. It's impossible because the Berrier is fantastic. This grape is a uh, uh, zibibo with the, uh, a passita to, to dry the, with the wine the so, and the, the sun and prepare uh, this wine fantastic with the fresh and the dried uh, grape. I like pairing this, uh, this wine with millefoglie, with the, the cream, and uh, I like this wine with the panettone or colomba. Is a for me is a fantastic pairing. Actually, I think you made some panettone when we visited you, and it was a fantastic pairing. Emanuele, I enjoyed our visit to you this year. I've really enjoyed our conversation. I wish we were sharing a glass of Ben Raye together. Well, we've been talking, but maybe the next time. I hope that when our listeners visit Marsala or anywhere in Western Sicily, that they will find their way to Le Lumiere. I look forward to seeing you again. But in the meantime, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you. Thank you. Wait the great pleasure. I wait for you. Great. Alla prossima. Grazie. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Please remember to like, share and subscribe right here or wherever you get your pods. Likewise, you can visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Until next time, chin chin.